What's going on, Bulls fans? Welcome to another episode of Chicago Bulls Central, your number one spot for everything Chicago Bulls related. And because I did drop the mailbag episode pretty early for a Saturday, I dropped it right at midnight on Saturday, at least midnight my time. We got a couple of more voicemails in and a text message, so we're going to dive back into the mailbag. We're also going to talk about uh, Debo and Dale and Terry going off in both Drew League and a pro pro am. We're going to get into all that and more on today's Chicago Bulls Central. You are now tuned in to Chicago Bulls Central, your number one spot for all things Chicago Bulls, hosted by Hayes. All right, Bulls fans, so let me be clear. First up, we're not going to make a big deal out of Drew League. We're not going to make a big deal out of the crossover um, program either. That one's hosted by former Bull Jamal Crawford. Um, but we're not going to make huge deals about it. But it's news in Bulls, so we're going we're gonna to talk about it some. Uh, first up, Debo yesterday, uh, DeMar DeRozan, 37, 35 points and 7 rebounds, clamping up defensively in a Drew League playoff game for his team to get the victory there. As we know with DeMar DeRozan, he li- lives, breathes, um, and sleeps basketball. He's always on a basketball court in some shape, form, or fashion. And it's good to see him, you know, continue. Th- but this is what you expected for, from DeMar DeRozan. He should go off in a Drew League game. He should be able to clamp up some people defensively in a Drew League game. And like I've said before, it's nothing huge to be made of it. It's it, anything at all. It's just fun to see. And I, if you guys have seen the video, seen the highlights, DeMar DeRozan, he just gets so much enjoyment from playing basketball. Now, one of the things that has come up, and it's because of Bulls fan PTSD, the question is, has DeMar DeRozan been playing too much basketball? The fact that he doesn't really get injured too much, he didn't miss too much time for the Chicago Bulls last season, but is is it a little worrisome that he's playing this much basketball in an offseason when we already don't know what's going on with Lonzo, things like that? And this is what I what my response is to it. You, once you start worrying about injury, right, and thing, it, things like that, it starts getting in, it starts getting in your head, and sometimes it becomes a bigger uh, possibility of of happening. This is what Demar does this summer. Yeah, we're we're seeing it a little bit more advertised. Even if it wasn't Drew League, Demar will be playing in some type of pickup games with other NBA players, things like this. I just look at it this way: Demar Derozan stay. He's a Spartan of basketball, meaning he stays in feet in peak physical condition. All year round. And so, yeah, you know, I'm not worried about it in, in that sense. I just want, I just am glad to see DeMar. You know, it's it's a fun thing to get some highlights in. It's a fun thing to get some, uh, just, you know, to see it. And you know, I'm going to play a, a highlight or two here over the course of this video of talking about it. But it's just fun to see three blocks in a row from DeMar DeRozan. Crazy, crazy. Shout out to DeMar for the work he's been putting in and the, and the work ethic he's teaching the young players as well. And one of those young players that, that he's taken under his wing, or hopefully we will see take under his wing, is Daylon Terry, who in the crossover pro-am put up 56 points, 15 rebounds, and 7 assists. Again, I'll play some of those highlights here. Not anything huge to be made of it, let's be clear here. But one of the things that, like like with Patrick Williams, like what, like what we said, you know, in, in saying, hey, you can see Patrick Williams' handle got tighter. Dalen Terry, I don't expect, and nobody should expect him to have any type, like this type of impact. But he, he, the, the thing that makes him and could make him such a useful weapon on the Chicago Bulls bench is the fact of his stat stuffing ability. He's going to stuff that stat sheet. And it may not be every single game in every single category, but you're going to look at it. You're going to see some games where he has five, six assists. You're going to see some games where he has three steals. You're going to see some games where he has 10 or 12 points, maybe even more than that. You're going to see some games where he has a bunch of rebounds. You're going to see that. Dalen Terry is a dog, and he's going to be all over that basketball court, much like what we talked about over on Chicago Bears Central yesterday with Jaquan Brisker always being near the ball. I expect to see that from Dalen Terry in his rookie year and the minutes that he does get. 
Now he's going to have to learn how to be in proper positions, things like that, where it's going to be interesting to see how his game grows over that time. But let's be clear here. Dalen Terry has so much potential and he is so raw that we, you can't even really predict what type of player Dalen Terry is going to be in his NBA career because it's, it's so much refinement that he can do to certain parts of his game that really the sky's the limit for him. And, you know, shout out to him for having a big summer as well. Like I've said before, he's having one of the best first summers of being an NBA player that I, I it's especially in Bulls history that you can, you can in recent memory, if, if not ever. So shout out to Dalen Terry for putting in the work. Shout out for DeMar DeRozan for having big games. And shout out Ayo Sumo as well. Like we keep seeing pictures of Ayo Sumo who just, you talk about a Spartan and a, and a samurai or whatever. Like he's been eating a bunch of sensu beans to restore his energy apparently. Um, and it's just, it's, it's just great to see overall. And, and you know, there's a really good feeling around the Chicago Bulls in this offseason. And we'll get into some of that with the voicemails as well. But, you know, that's what I wanted to start it off talking about. Let me know what you guys think about, you know, if you saw those highlights from Dalen Terry and what do you think his game may, may be this first year in the NBA for the Chicago Bulls. Well, let's go ahead and get into the voicemails. We got one. This first one's up from Marv. What's going on, guys? Marv. Uh, first, I want to say, um, uh, hopefully Justin Lewis can get it together, guy. Hopefully his injury is not bad with his team and he can get back on the grind, try to get back to the Bulls. Uh, good luck, guy, and let's see if we can get you back. Second, second, I want to talk about the Bulls. All right, first of all, I know a lot of people know this, but I don't know if we recognize it as well as we should. The Bulls last year had a, quite a few injuries, and from Caruso to Lonzo Ball to uh, to Green to Zach to DeMar to Vooch. If we can stay healthy, you know, I preach health all the time. If Bulls can stay healthy, think of this guy. Derrick Jones Jr. doesn't have to play as much five. Uh, the, Javante Green doesn't have to play as much for Caruso. If we can keep him healthy, he can stay with the second team. Those guys I just mentioned are second tier players. Those th those are the ways that we get the minutes down for Demar and and for Vooch and and basically keeping Zach together. If we if we look at that and we just critically just go down our bench, we got a pretty good team here, guys. Health is key. Remember, we were healthy the first half when Lonzo was there, and we were a number one seed in the East. After the health diminished, we fell. Our defense, you know, the Bulls in pace were 14, and the overall offense were 13. We are right there. We get our defenses back. Defensive prowess back, I think, would be okay. The emergence of Patrick Williams, as well as I know everybody else knows, is critical for the Bulls this year. Him taking more shots, being more aggressive, takes the load off of tomorrow, and we won't have to say he's also ball dominant so much. Running and actually getting better shots from Gucci also. One more last fact I wanted to put out to everybody. A lot of people probably hadn't realized this, but Lonzo Ball and uh, Patrick Williams had played nothing but five games together, a total of 100 and I think 117 minutes in their career on the NBA floor. Let's see what that turns out to be, guys. I don't want to make this very long haze, so just want to say I've seen your episode last night said Saturday, so I don't know if you're going to play this, but I just want everybody to be optimistic about the Bulls this year and let's preach health. Health and and, and Billy Donovan letting each one of these guys play well should help this team a long way. Take care, guys. And as Marvin, he's always the voice of reason um, in, the, in the Bulls community and in the, in the Chicago Bulls Central community as well. Talking about Justin Lewis, yeah, it does suck for Justin Lewis, right? And I have a whole video on that so far, so I'm not going to really uh, talk about that too much. But, you know, praise up to Justin Lewis, and we'll see 
how the Bulls respond to this. Do they pull this two-way deal? Does he stay on that? Do they give the two-way to another player, but but somehow maybe convert him to a G League deal or a camp deal to where he can still stay under contract? And once he is back from surgery, still work out in the building, things like that. We'll see what happens with Justin Lewis and what the Bulls' plans are for, for him. But yeah, it, it definitely does suck. And he definitely could be a player that we could have used. Um, I, again, I didn't expect him uh, to see very many minutes just because of like what's going on with Marco, uh, Derek Jones Jr., things like that. But you know, it, it does suck to see. Now, one of the things that Marvin also talks about is the emergence of P. Will and him being more aggressive and what that could, how that could help um, the Bulls. Any type of growth for the, for the Chicago Bulls team is really going to come, as I've said and, and talked about a lot, from growth of Patrick Williams, from the growth of continuity and what that means as far as these players working better together. But I love what what Marvin also ends this on. Talking about Lonzo and P. Will only playing five games together, and that's something that I think is missed by some Chicago Bulls fans. They are supposed to be the defense in that starting lineup, and they both have, I mean, look at them. They both shoot the ball amazing percentage-wise. Of course, we need to see Patrick Williams do it at a higher clip, but they, they bring a different aspect and dynamic to that Chicago Bulls team, and we really didn't get to see much of that. I would love to see what Lonzo looks like doing some pick and rolls and things with, with Patrick Williams. Patrick Williams also doing more ball handling. That. Patrick Williams and Lonzo Ball are the two players that, A, are there for for big and what they can bring to the defense, especially considering the other starters aren't the aren't the the greatest defensively. But also, they're both the two players that I want to see Billy Donovan do more and utilize better, specifically in half course sets, uh, bring out a little bit more of their skill set. So, really, I always talk about the growth of this team coming by the development of Patrick Williams, but a big part of that also comes by unleashing Lonzo Ball a little bit more, letting him do more half court things, letting him, and you know, shout out to when I was on Locked On Fantasy NBA, it was a stat that I didn't even know that apparently Lonzo Ball is the best playmaker on the Chicago Bulls as far as looking at the difficulty of passing, how he gets other players opens, the easy shots he gets other players, and that wasn't, let me not say that that was super surprising for me because we know what he does out in the transition and things like that. It was it was by such a big margin that it, it kind of did considering, you know, how Lonzo just does not get very many opportunities to do some true play calling and ball handling in the half court. So imagine what that discrepancy would be like letting Lonzo do a little bit more of that. Patrick Williams, we need to put the ball in Patrick Williams hands a little bit more. So it, the Bulls offense can evolve in such a way that like you really do have a bunch of players out there who are all solid passers. Zach Levine, while he does make some bad uh, playmaking decisions in, in crunch time, he's a solid passer uh, for the most part. We know what Vooch is as a passer, um, as a big man. DeMar, Lonzo, Patrick Williams both seem like they can have some playmaking and ball handling ability. I want to see more free-flowing offense. I want to see more off-the-ball movement as well. I want to see less iso ball Except when you do need it, there are going to be times where DeMar DeRozan's ability to isolate and either get to the line or get a bucket or sometimes both. He gets the tough bucket and he gets to the line. It's, going to, it's, it's huge for the Chicago Bulls team. But I think you can you you open up a little bit more when you when you have that offense that truly the ball just continues moving all the time. And the Bulls have an opportunity to get that, to, to be that type of team. When you really look at that raw skill set, it's just up to Billy Donovan, the coaching staff, to find a way to mature that while also not necessarily hurting the team, right? You want to give players opportunities to grow, to, to succeed without it coming at the detriment. So it's going to be interesting, a, a balancing act. And I think this front off of this, this coaching staff can do it. It's just, will they do it? And if this team is going to be considerably better, if they're not going to get figured out halfway through the season, as far as the offense that they run, they have to get more versatile in the type of sets that they run. And that comes from utilizing Lonzo Ball and Patrick Williams a little bit better. And yeah, this is a great, great voicemail from Marvin as always. And it really makes you think like, yes, 
Lonzo and, and, and P. Will are really kind of in that starting lineup, right? That's not to take anything away from Io or what Alice Caruso brings. I'm talking just in that starting lineup can really unlock a different level of Bulls offense if they, A, they got to earn the opportunities to have to be successful in them, but if they're given a little bit uh, of, of, of a chance to do a little bit more for the Chicago Bulls team as well. All right, we're going to get into this next voicemail. This one is from Ace. Yo, what's up, Hayes? This is uh, Ace, man. I was the person that brought up that uh, comment about uh, Patrick Williams being utilized the same way that they utilize uh, Draymond Green. So my name is Ace, brother. Uh, another another interesting topic I want to uh, bring up, man, for you to bring up on the show and maybe talk about it and give me your input on it. Uh, how do you feel about us being one of the top defensive teams next year? I mean, if you really look, about, look at how the, the team is put together now, Daylon Terry, two-way player, Ayo Desumu, two-way player, Lonzo Ball, two-way player, Alex Caruso, two-way player, uh, Patrick Williams, two-way player, uh, Javante Green, hell of a, play, hell of a de- defensive player. I ain't going to say two-way, but hell of a defensive player. Uh, hell, even Andre Drummond plays the passing lane very well. He may not be the best shot blocker, but he can get you, he can get you some, some block shots. I mean, he's athletic enough to do it. And uh, I think we should be one of the best defensive teams in the league next year, period. What's your... What's your thoughts on that first? And also, uh, what lineup are you mostly interested in seeing on the court playing together? Like me personally, I'm a Vooch fan. love Vooch. I mean, because he's, he's a guy that you can throw the ball to down in the post. But I'm more so interested in seeing um, the way we run this offense, uh, free-flowing, fast breaks. I really want to see the starters play with Andre Drummond. You know, when he comes off the bench, I would like to see him get some starter run with those guys. Not saying he's going to start, but I would love to see him playing with the starters. I mean, he's a hell of a rebounder, outlet passes. The guy, I don't know if you've seen that video of him handling the ball that they put out this summer, but the dude can actually dribble a little bit. He can pass the ball. Like, <laughs> I was surprised to look at some, looking at some of the stuff I saw on Andre Drummond. Um, uh, what lineup are you mainly looking forward to seeing out there playing together, brother? Even something with Dalen Terry, like Dalen Terry, you could put a lineup out there with Lonzo Ball, uh, Alex Russo, Dalen Terry, uh, Patrick Williams, and each hill. You can throw at Io DeSumo. You can play small ball all different. It's, I mean, it's so many different crazy different options you can do, and that's just like small ball stuff. But uh, let me know your thoughts on a couple of those things, man, and I'll, I'll listen later. All right. Ace asked two great questions in this one. What are the Bulls' chance to be a top defensive team, one of the NBA's top defensive teams last season? You got to look at when the Bulls were the closest form to fully healthy, right? Because you, you can't even really say that. Patrick Williams only played five games, and then even with that, Kobe White wasn't in the game, which I know, Kobe White, and we're talking about defense. I get it. Uh, but with that being said, like, what, what is this team's defensive potential? And you look at the, the team was in the top three defense when they were close, closest to be fully healthy. And then even after that fall off, they still stayed in the top 10 for quite a while before eventually falling all the way down once Lonzo was gone. So I do think this team has more chances to be a top defensive team in the NBA than what some people are thinking, um, especially Patrick Williams, Lonzo Ball, stay healthy that fully season. Io takes another leap defensively. Alice Caruso, who's a great defender as well, stays fully healthy. You ha- you're bringing in Dalen Terry. See what Dalen Terry can be. I do think that if Dalen Terry is a player for the Chicago Bulls, an impact player is going to be on the defensive end in transition in that energy initially in, in that first season, Andre Drummond. 
Yes, like the so the Bulls, I think, do have a better chance to be a top ten defensive team than what some 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 fans think, than even what some analysts think. Just looking at the way that they defended last season, the way that they got turnovers. Once the, when that team forced turnovers, it also made them a better offensive team because they're able to get out in transition, things like that. So I do think that there is a better chance for that. It really just depends on what and how this team really comes together. The intensity they put on the defensive end, can they get back to what they were early in the season, forcing turnovers, getting out in transition, getting those easy buckets, um, Being, uh, do they evolve as to more of a tactile defense now that you do have Patrick Williams and hopefully Lonzo Ball out there for most of the season? Do they Are they better on the pick and roll defense? Does, does the coaching staff and Billy Donovan make better defensive adjustments than what they made at certain times last season? I do think that they have a chance to be a top 10 defense in the NBA, but it really comes down to the execution of that. When you look at you, and again, I didn't even mention Javante Green in that and what he can do defensively. Now sliding back to probably playing more three than four uh, and what he can do there. It's going to be a very interesting way to see how this team evolves with continuity, evolves with 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 everything. But I do think that they absolutely have a chance to be one of the better defensive teams in the league. Now, for the second question, what lineup am I most interested in seeing on the floor next season? And that, even you kind of said it, is the starting lineup. I'm just interested to see what the starting lineup looks like. The actual starting lineup, if we can get them fully healthy and keep them fully healthy for the majority of the season. We didn't really get to see that. I'm I'm interested to see what that starting lineup, because as much as players have flaws, that's why you build a lineup. That's why team construction is important to help cover up some things. Lonzo makes Zach Levine a better defender. Lonzo covers up a lot of the, the defensive issues on pick and rolls, things that Vooch has. It's a lot of that that he brings in. Patrick Williams, how does he evolve playing a, another season at four, adding to his body? Does he evolve to be more of a shot blocker? Does he bring more of that than what we're expecting in, in a team that we know we need rim protection? What does he do as a rebounder? There's things like that. I'm interested to see how this starting lineup comes together and what they end up being. That is the lineup I'm most excited for. Now, outside of that starting lineup, I am interested to see if Dalen Terry does get on the court, which I do think that he will in a limited fashion initially. What is a fast break with Dalen Terry or even better yet? Let's take that back. What does the chemistry from the bench look like? You look at Alice Caruso, um, um, uh, Io DeSumo, possibly Dalen Terry, um, Derek Jones Jr., Javante Green. Like, what is what what type of intensity is our bench able to keep up? Do we have that bench mob mentality that we started off last season thinking and saying the bench mob is back before that bench mob ended up being in the starting lineup so much? Like, what does that look like? How does Io grow as a point guard and as a playmaker and things like that? Like, there are a lot of the, the, the starting lineup is the one set that I'm looking at to, that I'm most interested in seeing, but I'm also seeing how like certain pieces of this team fit together. How does Lonzo utilize a player like Dale and Terry on the fast break and things like that? Like there's a lot of interest. Again, it's my favorite team, so I'm always going to have a lot of interest, but there's a lot of things that this team could evolve into that I think that some people don't necessarily see because they don't see the full picture. And I can't wait till that full picture starts taking shape for the Chicago Bulls next season. Now, this last one, we do have a text. This one's from the 224, and he asks, how can the Bulls become contenders with their current their current core? And the answer to that simply just is development, right? It's development. It's them learning. It's the coaching, uh, development on the coaching staff, evolution, right? If this, if this core is to become a championship contender, right, I still think they need to add maybe a bigger piece or somebody needs to take a really big leap. But to be a championship contender, this core, it would take for Patrick Williams to evolve and hit that ceiling that a lot of Bulls fans see and want him to hit. It would take Io DeSumo developing into a super sub. It would take health 
Two, health is a big part of it. How does Zach Levine refine his game? Can he become a better and more consistent defender? It's those type of things that will turn this core. But I still think this core is maybe a piece away from being a championship contender or a development or a player developing and hitting a, a huge high and a growth that we may not see for this, this core to become a championship contender. We'll see. Maybe that piece hasn't been added to this team yet, or maybe this piece is on this team. They just need to develop. But that's what my answer to that question was. That's a very great question from the 224. Again, like with the voicemails, Ace said it with text. If you want your name uh, said, please leave your name as well. I want to give you guys the proper shots, shout outs. But that one was the one from the 224. But that is it. We may start turning weekends into mailbag episodes in general. We're getting more and more voicemails. Uh, the, the Saturday episodes are turning to like 30, 35 minute episodes. So we may start looking to break it up, do one mailbag Saturday, one mailbag Sunday. Um, and that may be what we do going forward. So get in all those texts, get in all those voicemails, get all those emails as well. But that is it for me for today. Make sure you follow the show at Bull Central Pod. You can send us any feedback, questions, comments, concerns, bullcentralpod at gmail.com. Lastly, if you want to leave a text and our voicemail, the number to do so, 773-270-2799. We are the number one spot for everything Chicago Bulls related. And like I like to end every episode on, go Bulls. Love you guys. Peace, y'all. This has been a presentation of The Break Break Media. Media.